The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Bring in show music, please. This is Squawk Pod, the daily podcast brought to you by the team behind Squawk Box. NYC, this is CNBC Control 2. CNBC's Essential Morning Show. PCR 2. Every day, get the best stories, debate, and analysis from the biggest names in business and politics. All right, we're coming to it next. Today on Squawk Pod. A timeless interview with conservationist and activist Jane Goodall from 2019's World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. What's gone wrong, I think, is a disconnect between this clever intellect and love and compassion, the human heart. And Andrew Ross Sorkin's reflection on that interview one year later, just as this year's global conference gets underway. It's very rare where I'm sort of starstruck, and I was genuinely starstruck by Jane Goodall. That conversation exclusive to this podcast. I'm CNBC producer Katie Kramer. It's Monday, January 20th, 2020. Squawk Pod begins right after this. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. This is Squawk Pod. On today's episode, the World Economic Forum in Davos. For 40-plus years, the world's leaders in business and politics have convened in the Swiss Alps for a whirlwind four days of meetings, interviews, panels, and performances. Andrew, have you packed yet for Davos? I have not packed. That's actually this afternoon's project. I caught up with Andrew just before we both boarded a flight, commercial, to this year's World Economic Forum. So Davos is the home of the World Economic Forum, which has a long history. This is a a group that started in about 1971, so almost 50 years of this global event. For people who have never been there before, how would you describe it? What could you expect to see in terms of our coverage? This is the Super Bowl for business and policy leaders. Probably the greatest density of CEOs and government leaders in one place all traipsing through the snow together over the course of three or four days. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the business leaders are engaging in conversations that are maybe a little bit different than what they're doing from a day-to-day basis. We have a lot of discussions about about capitalism. We have a lot of discussions about um, environmentalism, about poverty around the world. Um, What kinds of conversations do you expect to hear? I think the single biggest topic you're going to hear about this year is the idea of sustainability. And I know that is a, almost a cliche at this point, and it's a topic that's been addressed before at Davos and really started uh, to some degree at Davos. However, there is going to be a, a sea change in the way businesses operate, and at real cost when it comes to sustainability. You're looking at companies like Microsoft already that are charging their individual units for their carbon use. And I think you're going to see that in a very 
material way across the board. So much of this is actually being led by Europe and some of the disclosure rules, and I think you're going to start to see more and more disclosure around carbon emissions, the cost of those emissions, what companies are doing on ESG, and it's just, it's the topic that is being talked about uh, in the boardroom. Is it strange to talk about that at a, at a Swiss ski resort that people have to fly and in some cases take helicopters to get to? What's Tell me about that disconnect. Uh, you know, people love to poke fun at Davos and think of it as, you know, speed dating over champagne and everybody's flying there. I have never been fond of the argument that everybody should swim to Davos or otherwise they're hypocrites. If you really think about how the dialogue in business has changed around stakeholders and shareholders and purpose and all of these things that have taken place over the last 20 or 30 years, they started in Davos. And so, you know, you can laugh if you want, but I, I think that actually the most meaning, some of the most meaningful decisions that are happening at the intersection of business and policy are happening there. Over the years, Joe, Becky, and Andrew have interviewed the likes of Bono, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon, His Royal Highness Prince William, the Secretary General of NATO, and so many more. But a consensus favorite for the Squawk Box behind the scenes team, Andrew's conversation with conservationist Jane Goodall at last year's event. Here's what Andrew told me about that interview a year later. Can we talk about what might have been my favorite interview that we did last year? And that is with 85-year-old, soon-to-be 86-year-old Jane Goodall. Um, maybe one of my most favorite interviews of my career. Oh, that's awesome. I think definitely my most favorite image. Somebody took a picture of me kissing Jane's on the head. Who took that picture, Andrew? I think you did. I did, yes. Hey, I think you did. Anyway... Um, it's it's just it's an indelible image. I have long uh, been a great admirer of Jane Goodall and a great uh, I've had a great love affair with uh, gorillas and monkeys and um, the environment and being able to spend time with her and uh, talk to her about her own journey and how she sees the world today was really quite something. It was a very charming interaction that you had with her. Um, and I think that doesn't happen to you very often when you're interviewing people, especially the CEOs or the kinds of business leaders that we talk to in Davos. You know, the other piece of it is it's very rare, and maybe I'm completely jaded, but it's very rare where I'm sort of starstruck. And I was genuinely starstruck by Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall's raised about $250 million for her foundation for conservation work and environmental um, concerns and also education about our planet and about um, the way we coexist with animals. Um, and I thought that message was actually really fascinating to bring to a meeting of the global elite. You know, I, I think that what she does is she adds a sense of humanity and empathy to a conversation uh, among business leaders that, that oftentimes is missing that piece. Okay. This is Great. fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate Thank it. You so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. If you want to see that photo Andrew mentioned. Oh, I want to kiss you. I'm oh. telling you. <laughs> I'm going to kiss you. We tweeted it out today with a link to this podcast. Follow us at Squawk CNBC. 
Anyway, the interview you're about to hear took place the same week as the launch of the Jane Goodall Legacy Foundation. Its purpose is to safeguard Goodall's lifetime work in conservation of animal habitats and the environment. Pretty fitting for what is sure to be a theme in Davos this year, and the theme of a few Squawk Pod episodes over the past week, sustainability. Since launch, the Jane Goodall Legacy Foundation has supported nearly 5,000 projects and protected nearly 2,000 acres of habitat around the world. Speaking of world travels, we learned a lot about Jane's life during that 2019 Davos interview, including about Mr. H, her traveling companion, a toy stuffed primate. You brought a little something special, too. Well, Mr. H has been my traveling companion for 28 years. He's been with me to 64 countries, and that includes North Korea. He symbolizes the indomitable human spirit. Here on Squawk, this conversation warms our hearts again and again. I hope you love it as much as we do. We have a very special guest. Uh, I have to say selfishly, I am thrilled to have this guest with us. Uh, Jane Goodall is here. Thank you for being here. You have uh, now launched the Jane Goodall Legacy Foundation. Tell us what that's about. Well, you know, ever since 1986, when I realized the, that the forests were going, chimp numbers were dropping, all the problems facing the chimp, and soon after that began to understand the plight of so many of the African people living in and around forests who are cripplingly poor. They don't have good health education facilities. And so raising money and developing a program, first of all around the Gombe area, throughout Chimp Range in Tanzania, now in six other African countries where there are chimps and giving people better lives in the way they choose and they've become our partners in conservation. If you don't have the local people with you, there's no point doing right. it because it's their country. And then having, you know, being still working on, on getting the funding for this, what's the point if younger generations aren't going to be better stewards than we've been? You've raised an enormous amount of money, including, including from some corporate sponsors. Yes, that's, that's it. There are 34 Jane Goodall Institutes around the world. There's 80 countries with our youth program, which is kindergarten, university, and everything in between. And all of these groups are choosing projects. They choose them to make the world a better place for people, right. animals, environment. How much, how much money are you trying to raise? 250. 250 million. Yes. Yes, okay. I want to make sure. Yes. We could try to raise more for you right now. Well, the point is that these young people all over the world, and we were right across China, right across U.S. and, and other parts of the world, moving into the Middle East, um, it's not that they can make a difference. They are. And why should we care? Because we have been stealing their future. Here's our intellect taking us to Mars, uh, here's clever businesses, here's the new technology era, and something's gone wrong. And what's gone wrong, I think, is this, a disconnect between this clever intellect, and that's what separates us more than anything from chimpanzees and other animals, and love and compassion, the human heart. I have a couple of very quick questions. One is there's a debate here in Davos about capitalism and giving back, and I'm curious sort of where you stand on that, given the work that you've done all these years. Well, um, whether it's working for people, right? I think that the, there are some individuals, philanthropists, some businesses, and they definitely are giving back. Um, the thing is, sometimes you can hardly differentiate whether they're doing it sort of greenwashing to look good, right. uh, or whether it's actually the, the, the passion of the CEO. 
but quite honestly, as long as they give the money and it's, it's not a corrupt business, because we have to be right. careful. I don't want to take money from some company that's completely destroying right. the environment. Two other quick questions. Kids these days, you like kids to spend time outdoors. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of kids, I don't know if it's unfortunate or not, spend time on screens, including my own kids. What do you think yeah. of that right now? Well, we do, change? We, we do know that for good psychological development, it's been proved children need to be out in the green world. Uh, and then final question, uh, you travel 300 days a year. Roughly. We have a lot of people who, who watch this show who, who also are road warriors. What, what's the trick? Uh, passion, mission, just doing what you have to do because you care. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Jane Goodall, thank you. Really thank appreciate you. it. Squawk Pod will be right back. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. We're back. That's the show for today. This week, we're bringing you behind-the-scenes content from our rooftop set in the Swiss Alps. The biggest names in business, politics, and culture are in Davos, and so are we. Shoes are the most important thing at Davos. I think socks are actually very important. But everybody's looking at each other's shoes. They're all trying to figure out, can you make boots look good with a suit on? Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Tune in weekday mornings on CNBC at 6 a.m. Eastern. To get the smartest takes and analysis from our TV show right into your ears, subscribe to Squawk Pod wherever you get your podcasts. We'll meet you back here tomorrow. We are clear. Thanks, guys. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.